pour yourself a drink. It's time for your favorite podcast. We're going to get truly honest. Nailed it. Hey, Care Bear. Hey, Liz, how are you? I am good. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. How was your camping trip last weekend? It was nice. We had a spot right on a lake, and it was nice weather. I got a little bit sunburned. I was wearing, like, um, cute little biker shorts, and I um, was sitting in my chair, and I have a really nice tan line from where the biker short was above my knee, but other than that... How was your week? It was good. Um, we tailgated um, one of the soccer games, which was fun. Um, and what else did I do? I feel like I had a chill weekend. Like, that was the most exciting thing. I made a lot of food. Um, so I've been eating leftovers for that all week. Nice. And it was it was a good time. This weekend I go to Savannah, so I have to pack after we record our episode. Oh, cool. How long will you mm-hmm. be gone? Just the weekend. My cousin's getting married. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I'm excited. Cool. The wonderful world of a airport is in my future. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, I um, opened up a candle and then closed it. Oh. Um. So I can't remember if I talked about these seltzers on an episode, but... I saw on TikTok, like I see, everything's my news source, um, this Bud Light <laughs> Seltzer Retro Pack. This girl had it, and I was like, yes, I have to find that. So I went to several um, several stores and couldn't find it. Eventually found one. Did I talk about this already? No. Okay. So I found the pack, and it has um, – one of the flavors is called Summer Ice, but it tastes like a bomb pop, like – you know, the red, white, and blue popsicles, rocket pop. Oh. Um, one is cherry limeade, and it does taste like a sonic cherry limeade. And the other flavor is like blue raspberry, and it tastes like a, like a blue raspberry slushy. I have had that. So amazing. So I have the um, summer ice one right now, and it is delicious. It really does taste like a popsicle. I found them to be too sweet. You tried the retro pack? I tried two out of the ones that you mentioned. And I just found them to be too sweet for me. See, I think if you have more than one, it is. But having just one, it's not bad. Like, if I have one of these and then follow it up with a Truly, it's perfect. Mm, that would make sense. Okay, yep. I can get, I can understand that, yeah. I was like sweet. having them back to back, and that was probably oh. my problem. Yeah, no, you can't do that. I mean, somebody else can. I just can't. <laughs> I can't either. I think I did have two in a row, but it was like over a period of time. Mm, not like one, then another. It was one, a glass of water in between, and then another type of thing. Right. Got Yeah, that makes all the difference, doesn't it? Yep. All right, so what are we talking about today? So we are going to do sort of like a hot topics. So a TV show and then the character we hate the most out of all the characters or maybe that we like the most. 
I think um, because I, I think everybody knows this about me. I tend to pick the wrong person every time to like in a show because I don't know why. Maybe I like a good underdog. Maybe I sympathize too much with a serial killer. I'm not sure, but I always like the person that nobody else likes in the series or the person that's supposed to be hated. So it should be interesting. I don't know if you sympathize with serial killers. I think we should put like a disclaimer. I do think that you enjoy the like the pro, the antagonist. Yes, maybe I I just like the character that is supposed to be hated because it's more interesting. I don't know. Um, One of my, this is actually really funny because you're the second person in my life to ever be that person that likes the person you're not supposed to like. My best friend's little brother was always Disney movies, loved the villain, like Ursula, Maleficent, Wizard (laughs) of Oz. He liked the Wicked Witch of the West. And I was just like, what is going on? Tangled. He was like, Mother Gothel. She's the best character in the whole movie. I was like, what? I've never watched any of those movies, but... You've never watched The Wizard of Oz? Oh, I've seen that one. (laughs) I haven't seen Tangled or Maleficent or any of that. You mean to tell me you've never seen Sleeping Beauty? Um, I mean, I watched the one from, like, the 50s or whatever. Yeah, the cartoon. I'm not talking, yeah, I mean, I'm not talking about Angelina Jolie's Maleficent. I'm talking normal Maleficent before they humanized her in that movie. Oh. That I've also never seen. I haven't watched that in forever, and I don't really remember anything. She turns into a dragon, and then Prince Philip kills her. Spoiler alert. Great, now I don't have to watch it. I mean, there's some romance involved. It is a Disney movie. (laughs) All right. Well, let's get started. All right. So, Kara was inspired. I'm wearing a um, Reptar t-shirt currently. So, we'll talk about Rugrats. So, thinking about this, while we were getting ready for the podcast, after I made the suggestion myself, to unpopular opinion, I don't really like Chucky. Oh, okay. Curveball. Yeah. I don't really like Chucky that much. <laughs> um, he just whines. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, stop it. <laughs> that, I mean, that's really it. Like, that's I get it. Fun. I get his purpose. Like, all that kind of fun stuff. But he always annoyed me as a kid. And I'll be honest, I haven't watched Chucky since... Like, Rugrats in Paris came out, and Chucky got his little sister. But I understand the worry. I understand being cautious. Everybody has that friend. I get it. But, like, Chucky just get new friends. Well, I mean, he kind of has to have the friends where his parents take him. He doesn't have a choice. But I think think the person I hate the most in these episodes is Stu the dad. I thought you were going to say Tommy. No, I don't like the dad. And I don't know why. I just feel like he never really had a job. Like, he didn't really (laughs) do much. He never babysat. Like, he always left the kids in these, like, precarious situations where they got into trouble. He is a really bad dad. dad. 
he's a bad dad. Like, you're not setting a great example for the youth of America watching Rugrats to grow up to be just, like, stew pickles. Like, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that that is a good point. He is not a very good dad. Like, he's never around. Like, none of the parents are, but... I mean, I don't know. I just feel like he was always into something. He was, like, always trying these inventions that never worked. Like, just get a better job. Like, I don't know. What was his job? I I don't know. See? Nobody knows. He was, like, an inventor. But, like, did he have a job? I don't know. I mean, that is a good point and good question. Yeah. Hmm. Does the mom have a job? I don't know. I just remember, like, I remember bits and pieces from Rugrats, and I remember the mom always went to see, like, a psychiatrist, and his name was Dr. Lipschitz. Do you remember that? Yes. Yes. (laughs) That I remember. And as a kid, I was like, what the hell? And now I'm like, that makes so much sense, because she goes to talk to Dr. Lipschitz. Yeah, she goes to therapy. But, like, the doctor's name is, like, like, word vomit, like, Lipschitz. Well, they had to make it entertaining for our parents to watch while we had it on repeat all the time. I feel like there was so many, like, innuendos in Rugrats because I watched a few episodes, like, recently. I think it's on Netflix or it was on something, and I I watched it, and I was like, why was I watching this as a child? Because we weren't smart enough to pick up on it. We were kids. We just saw these other kids doing all these other things, and they were all just babies. We had no idea. I loved Rugrats. <laughs> Excuse me. Blessings. <laughs> uh, I say that to people now. When they you sneeze. do? Yep, I'm like, mm-hmm. sweet. There's Liz. In my brain. Blessing people. I always say blessings, and I don't know why, but it just comes out. And my coworker was telling me about how someone was telling her, like, oh, be blessed, but, like, meaning it in, like, kind of a snarky way. And I'm like, I am obsessed with that. So, like, I'm going to start saying be blessed to people when they piss me off. Yeah, it's just, just another way of saying, like, bless your heart. Um... Like, stay blessed. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Oh, <clears throat> On Sunday morning, if you are in a public place, it is not uncommon to say, like, hey, how are you? And somebody say, blessed and highly favored. How are Mm -hmm. you? (laughs) I heard that every Sunday for the longest time, and it was my favorite thing. And then I just started saying it back to people, and the reactions I got were great. I got hugs. It was so much fun. I loved it. Blessed and highly favored. I was like, oh perfect me too that's cute i loved it i I should bring that back i'm gonna start saying that at church i think you should i'm going to okay not this week because i won't be there but i will um what's the next show new girl new girl um hmm you go first this time okay so i have a few people that I did not like on New Girl mainly because of the character development from the start to the finish the first one I can think of is Winston okay and I say this because at the beginning they made him like this really cool basketball player 
like popular, whatever. And then by the end of the episode, he is like a loser that barely made it to be a police officer. Clumsy. Like, why did they have to do Winston like that? They do. They do Winston dirty. That is they for sure. They do. Like his whole character just like tanked. Like he could have been like a really good character line. Right. Like it just went from okay, this guy is like professional basketball player to now like he can't tie his own shoes basically right yeah no that does happen I think they wanted him to be that but I also think that they didn't anticipate like coaches development coming back and forth and having two people of the same caliber wasn't going to make any sense it was definitely poor planning yeah, I it's because they, they got rid of coach for Winston, and then I don't know, all of a sudden he came back, which was strange. I don't know. So Winston, my number one, I think. And then I also kind of don't like Jess, and I know that that's problematic, but <laughs> I feel like her character was just very, like, florally. I don't know how to, how to explain it. Like... I just don't think I really liked her too much. No? She's like the whole point of the show. Yeah, and I just don't think... I think her character could have been a lot better. I could see that. They could have given her more depth, I guess. Yeah, it's like her character from the start of the show to the end of the show didn't really change much. And the show spanned over like 10 years. So you'd think I mean, it's that a great she show. would have matured. I think, I don't know. I just feel like her character like just was stagnant. Well, they also get rid of her for that small period of time where she's on jury duty. Yeah, and then they brought in Megan Fox. And I was just like, ew, I, I didn't get that whole thing. But I did see online they did that because um, in real life, Zoe Deschanel was pregnant. So she kind of needed to like on maternity leave or whatever so that was their solution was to oh, that makes sense. another character but I don't know I didn't really see the point of having Reagan on the show I just I'm, maybe unpopular opinion but Megan Fox's character is my least favorite on the show yeah um I get that it's like we need somebody blah 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 she was really hot at the time like as an actress like she was very sought after so it helps give the show popularity keeps people interested all that fun stuff but I'm just not that big of a Megan Fox fan which may be my problem I feel like she can only play one kind of actress like I get it she's beautiful don't get me wrong like duh but there's no versatility in her acting ability I don't think or not as much as I would want there to be does that make sense yeah I feel like inserting her into the show was just kind of pointless like I don't feel like it was necessary or needed it just added another layer to the story that didn't need to be there I guess it helps with the Jess and Nick reunion that starts developing yeah. Because Nick matures at that point in the show a lot. Oh, yeah, he does. So it's 
her point is, or her purpose in the show is, I think, to help the Nick character development. I think Nick was hands down my favorite character. I feel like he could have been more, more of like a central character, more than Jess almost, because I feel like his character just like really developed the whole series. I would agree. Nick is a very likable character, and he is the one, he has a lot of depth to him for sure. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Schmidt. <laughs> Me too. Schmidt <laughs> and Cece. I love them. Like, I want a series of just Schmidt and Cece. Ooh, that would be fun. I don't know what mm-hmm. it would be called. I don't know either, but like, with the name their of their house and their kids and stuff, like, I think that would be so cool. Mm. That would be a good spinoff. That's a spinoff I can get behind. Um. All right. What's the next show? Handmaid's Tale. And you need to go first. Why do I have to go first? I went first on New Girl. All right. Fine. So. Oh, I don't know. I think in this show. I mean, obviously, I don't like Fred. But I think that Serena Joy is worse than Fred. Agreed. She is a psychopath. She is so hot and cold. It's like, do you like June? Do you not like June? Like, what? She is playing a master game. She is the most conniving character of all time. She is terrible. (laughs) She's manipulative. She's mean. She's evil. She, I, I would go, and this may be an unpopular opinion, but I would easily say she's probably worse than Xerxes from Game of Thrones. <laughs> because, like, at least she doesn't try to hide it. Like, in Game of Thrones, it's like, all right, well, you obviously are the meanest human being of all time. Serena Joy is just like, oh, I'm nice. I'm this. I'm that. I've also created this world. It is now backfiring, and now I need to regain control. She is, ugh. Great character development, but ugh. Well, I personally hate June. Hate her. Her character sucks. She pisses me off (laughs) more than any character in any show I've ever watched in my whole life. Like, literally watching Handmaid's Tale, every time June does something stupid, I just want to turn it off. I'm so mad at her. Okay, please elaborate. So, like, okay, how many times has she been able to just freely get out of Gilead and turns it down? Like, homegirl, okay, I get it. You want to save your daughter, but at the same time, you can't do that from where you are. You need to get out. You have to go be with your husband in Canada to where you can get like help to go back and and save her like you being literally a handmaid you're just gonna get killed if you try to get close to her or if you try like all these different things that she's doing she could have gotten on the plane spoiler alert everybody she could have gotten on the plane she could have gotten out on that guy that drove her in his tesla she could have gotten out in the back of that bus like all these times where she was literally free and she was like nope 180 back into gilead like what the hell is wrong with her 
I mean, they do have to do that so that you get a show, but it's also to show, like, a mother's love and determination. Okay, if she really had determination, she would have left, got, like, authorities that could actually come back and help. Because all she's going to do is get herself killed, and then for what? And now you have two kids out in the world that are just, like, what are you going to do? That's fair. I also don't really like Nick that much. And I know that a lot of people like love Nick. And I, you know, there's just something about him. He's kind of flat to me too. Like I get it, but meh. Well, it's like whenever she actually needed him for something, he was like, I don't know you, basically. Like when she got the meeting with the... um the UN or whatever it is in this scenario where she could like tell what's actually happening. And she was like, here, I have proof here is like a soldier. And he was like, you're lying. Like right then Mm -hmm. and there, like I would have been so mad. I'm like, but yet she so loves him, et cetera. Like, come on. Yeah, no, I agree. And a lot of people have been, cause I've had this conversation numerous times about him and I'm very much like, no, he kind of sucks. Like, he he could be doing more, and he's not doing enough. And they're like, yeah, but he has to, like, do it sneakily, blah, blah, blah. I was like, he's not even doing anything sneakily. He does one thing. He does anything to get her secluded away from her kids. Like, he uses the kids as pawns just as much as anybody else does Mm -hmm. to control her. And I'm like, you, no. I was like, this is an abusive relationship. Right, like, he got her to that little house safe house thing but then she gave birth and where the fuck was he right there was that and (sighs) then he well then she calls on him when she's free spoiler alert and oh i didn't watch the last season yet oh dad gone it all right well you're not gonna like him in this season either he's kind of kind of annoy you all right (laughs) we have to move on because i'm gonna spoil some stuff but i don't really like nick man I just don't like either one of them like June I just I'm over her like whatever moving on that's fair (laughs) so she is a frustrating individual I I just feel like she could have been a lot smarter about the dumb shit she was doing because she was doing some dumb stuff and she could have been smarter about it true and some people have died in her dumb shit because they have followed her exactly like she's killed people and for what True, she doesn't have a lot to show for the fact that she's killed people, but she did save a right. lot of kids. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Um, okay, so you. Ooh. Well, that love girl's nuts. Oh yeah. Season. I she is she is psycho, man. Like she was, was psycho like, at the beginning, but at the end you're just like, whoa. But that's why that's why Joe ended up, I think, not even being interested in her because she was just as psycho as him. Mm-hmm. So he was like, uh, never mind. Like, it's not and a that chase made anymore him. for him. Yeah, but then she's she's more bonkers than him. But sure. it's kind of bonkers that bonkers boy doesn't want bonkers girl. <laughs> no, because he wants somebody to pursue. And if they are just like, here it is, then they yeah. don't want that. Right? I'm not... I don't know that whole show I remember the first time I watched it Dan and I had just started dating and I was like texting him about this show and I was like 
I have to watch something happy after this because I'm going to think <laughs> I'm going to get stalked and you're not here to save me. I'm like, you're in a different country. It was not good. But it totally falls along the lines of my normal routine of watching Criminal Minds or Law and Order SVU and then having to watch New Girl or Friends on reruns to make my brain happy before I go to bed. Yeah. I Okay, so the character that I like is Joe. And you I like know Joe. It, I like Joe. I feel like it's controversial because he's supposed to be like the character you don't like because he's the serial killer. However, I think Stalker, he's just misunderstood. Killer. Like I He kills I, people. He does. But I like him and I think that like I I definitely I don't know if I sympathize with him or what, but I you know what that show taught you? Him. Why? He kills people. I know, and I'm always rooting for him to do it, and I shouldn't be. <laughs> You're rooting for him to commit murder. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, all I know is that when that show first came out, everybody was just really stunned at how easy it was to stalk people. Because they show you on the phone, like, all the steps he takes. Like, they zoom in on the phone as to how he's able to stalk these people as easily as he is. And I was just like, wow. I really need to take a look at my privacy settings. (laughs) Well, I'm very good at stalking people online. Even without social media, I can find anything. Like, I can find your home address. I can find your phone number. I can find your parents' names. Like, I can find anything about anybody online. That's probably why you like him because you're both good at you're both super stalkers. That's why you like him. Maybe I don't know. I just I really like Joe. I feel like maybe he's what is misunderstood. What is, what's misunderstood about him? Let's, <laughs> tell me. I can't pinpoint it, but I feel like he is. Oh, because he was abused and now he's a stalker, and he was beat by a bookstore owner. <laughs> Come on now. That man's a wacko. Well, you know what? I think I think he deserves a fair chance like anybody else. He's like Cyrano de Bergerac mixed with <laughs> a freaking, I don't know, mass murder out of criminal minds. He just wants to be loved. Like, he just wants to have love. He wants to give it and have it. Like, whenever he wanted um, to date... What's her name? What's the first girl's name? Oh, I don't remember. It was something weird. It was her last name that she went by. Beck. Yeah. He, That's what it whenever was. He just wanted to be with Beck. And she was, like, leading him on. She was hot and cold. She was still with her ex. Like, I get it. I probably would have put her in the basement of the bookstore, too. That's a little bit far extreme when you could just go date somebody else. Yeah, I mean. He has definitely... an obsessive compulsive behavior. It's weird. Okay, I definitely, for the record, would not have put anybody in the basement. But Can we just talk about how people like Joe get restraining orders put against them? <laughs> That's like the conversation your parents have with you before going to college as a young woman. And it's like, people like that, look out for them. And she okay. was nice to him. And they did do their thing. And then he put her in the basement. Like, he got what he wanted, and then he put her in the basement. Yeah, it just then wasn't like, enough. She just was like disrespectful to Joe. 
he's a stalker. <laughs> what do you want her to do? Make him a muffin? Uh, like, I'm confused. Yeah, I mean, when she realized, like, when she found that box of, like, items in his bathroom and she, like, realized, like, this guy's effing crazy. <laughs> to be fair, she was annoying. I'll give you that. Like, both the women that he's stalked and gone after have both been annoying. Like, Love's annoying. She's she's in her job. Beck was also annoying, though. Like, yeah. when you're leading him on and you know he's a psycho. Two, you're also with this guy who's treating you like trash. Stop that. And, like, just leave them both. Like, just be smarter. So, that that was my two cents. <laughs> I just need them to be smarter and not crazy. Is that all our shows or do we have one more? Well, we also have Shit's Creek written down here um, to talk about a little bit. But like a disclaimer is that I don't feel like there was any characters I did not like on Shit's Creek. That's fair. But I feel like the character, the I have two characters that... I like the the most David and Alexis. Okay. I like them both for kind of similar reasons. I feel like both of their character development from the first episode to the last episode was the most out of everybody in the whole show. Alexis, I would agree with completely. Her character development throughout the entire thing is the best. Yeah. Like I feel like David even too because at first he was like ew like I don't want to be here and then at the end he ended up saying you know like he met the man of his dreams like he owned a business like he they bought a little cottage like you know it seemed like it worked out really well and like Alexis realized like her purpose and she realized like the way she was acting was just not cool and like she found a way to care about others well she just gained a lot of self-confidence and self-belief that was like about her intelligence and not her looks no, I think Alexis's character development is superior to the rest. David is yeah. good. Like, his character development is very good. Um, but I think Alexis is from beginning to end is the most significant. For sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like Moira, but I don't like Moira all at the same time. I feel like they could have done more with her character. I feel like she just kind of was the same throughout. Like, her character developed some, but not really. And then at the end, she just went back to Hollywood. So, like, did she really get anything from her experience? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's she's a very good character, and I totally understand her purpose. But she, I think out of all of the characters, and I'm talking, like, Stevie, Mutt, Everybody, um, I would say Moira is my least favorite. Rolling shit. <laughs> that easily. I mean, I like Ronnie a lot. I don't really like Bob that much either. Bob's kind of Bob is a weirdo. <laughs> like he's just so strange. Like he's always like jousting around. Like I don't know how to explain it. He like holds his hands at an angle and kind of like lightly jogs everywhere. <laughs> yes, he does jog. <laughs> He always comes in running. And he's always just, like, laughing. Like, what are you laughing at, Bob? I don't know. I mean, he's a funny character, but he's he's just there to me. He's like a filler character. Yeah. Yeah. 
he's the one that like delivers the news that you need. <laughs> and that's about it. Oh, still a good show though. Love that show. Dan is home and he does not like that show. Oh man. I Dan's favorite part of... about that show is Eugene Levy, and that is it. <laughs> I like didn't want to watch it at first because I was like, oh, this is just gonna be like one of those like slapstick comedies, like no depth to it. Like it's not even gonna be funny. And then we wrong. started watching it and I was like, wow. Like I was really wrong about it. Like I really liked it a lot. I liked it a lot too. I could binge watch it. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. We did. Over like the winter time, I think, whenever we still oh. really couldn't go anywhere, we watched it every day. Yeah. I would watch it. I'd get through like seven or eight episodes a night because they're so short. Yeah, it's like 20 minutes. So you can just sit and watch it for a few hours and get through like a season. Yep. It was, it's great. I like, I go back and rewatch that one now, every now and again too. <sighs> where are we at? I don't remember. Oh, they're going off to college. That's where they're at in, this, in my rewatch. What rewatch? Oh, shit. It's Greek. When Alexis decides that she want to go, she wants to go to college. Oh, she's yeah. at Ted's office, but she doesn't have her high school diploma. I feel I mean, like her and Ted should have stayed together. I see why they broke up, and I understand that, but I feel like they could have stayed together. Oh, absolutely, and I think that the intent was, but it was if they break up, then that is a bigger statement for Alexis and her yeah. character development. I think they could have gone the romantic side and I think they could have gone like the power punch of impact and that's what they chose instead. But either way, I would have been happy. She chose herself instead of choosing him, which was good. Yeah, exactly. Because you don't need a man to be happy. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) And on that note... Yeah, well, I guess we can let our friends get back to their day. All right, well, everybody, I hope you have a great weekend. Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at truly underscore honest KL. We will keep you updated on our lives and you'll get to see pictures of us and things that we are doing. So please follow us. Um, We are not sponsored by Truly, but we want to be and we'll see you later. Bye. Yay!